In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're continuing our series. We had to make it a series because there's so much information, but uh, Secrets of the Stage, Part 3. We got through Parts 1 and 2 of the last couple of episodes, but realized, uh, boy, we're, we're not even close to getting through this. So here we are, Part 3, Secrets of the Stage. And as usual, we're giving away free stuff, which is always a great thing. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We're back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Guess what day it is? It's Friday. It is National Pizza Party Day. I never, I didn't know that. I'm going to have, have to have a pizza party with myself later. Well, no, I could probably add a couple people, yeah, depending. Yeah, you yeah. Know, people listen whenever, however. Like, how many know. people is a party? One, two? Uh, maybe one. We could have a party with one. Yeah, yeah. especially so, yeah, if it's pizza. pizza yeah. Actually, I'm hungry. Pizza sounds great to me right now. <laughs> so, yeah, happy uh, National Pizza party. party Day. Yeah. Yeah, go. awesome. There's I, a national thing every I, single I, there, day. There is. I, I used to have a calendar with that, with some of the ridiculous oh, yeah? ones on there. Oh, yeah, there's some, some crazy ones on there. Do you oh, know okay. June is considered National Homeownership Month? Oh, okay. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's great. It, it doesn't prompt people to buy homes in June. Um, it just helps prepare them for the uh, coming months. Okay. That makes sense. If you will. Yeah. All right. So we're here in the podcast, Your Voice Southfield Studios. That is Matt Fox, the other person you hear. Yep. Full, chock full of nothing. Yep. Yeah. That, that's cool. We're here hanging out, doing a podcast, uh, having a drink. Uh, some, uh, what, are, what are we drinking today? Uh, Old Overholt. Yes. Bonded. Single distiller, single season, straight rye whiskey. It's bottled in bond, which means it's aged for at least four years mm-hmm. in a single season from a single distiller. Because yeah. there's two seasons that it has to be uh, that a bottled in bond bottle has to be. Oh, okay. So, and it's January through June or July through December. Okay, those are the two seasons. So, yeah. but it's got to be four years in a bonded in a bonded distillery as well. Bonded meaning bonded. This is actually legislation that was passed uh, way, way a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Which because people were putting whatever they wanted to into bourbon, they were calling it bourbon. Oh, yeah. So this kind right. of this uh, really streamlined the whole bourbon industry, if you will. So bond. you have to meet certain criteria yeah. to be able to be hundred proof. Yep. Bottled in bond, aged for four years, and a nice. single season from a single distiller. And for those of you who want to hear more of more talk like this, <laughs> uh, Man Cave Happy Hour is your is your podcast. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. Take a look. Look that up. And, I can't and even remember that the last one. show I did. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently you had this in one of them because the old Overholt was not here a couple weeks ago. No, but, it was not. No, yeah, was so not, so that's cool. Yeah, it's it's a fun podcast. So take it out. But I'm really interested to continue this today because. We've gone over a lot of things, but we, we have. have to do a few things first before we get there. We do. I'm just interested in learning more of the cadence that you have yeah, for the, show. the secrets of the stage. I'm yeah. giving you the inside scoop how things work, and we're going to get into that. Love it. First of all, we're going to start, and I'm going to throw you your regular listeners. We're going to throw you off. We're starting with our winner of the week. Woohoo!
That's how winning is done. Awesome. Okay. Um, the title of this story is Floodwaters Pulled Luna Away from Her Family Home. It's a do- Luna's a dog. Okay. 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 Um, if only Luna had one of those talking dog devices from Up, then she could tell us how she returned to her family's Oklahoma home two days after floodwaters carried her away. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, <laughs> Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Severe storms arrived early in the morning, May 5th, and Haskell and floodwaters. Um, I wonder if Eddie lives there. <laughs> what was this? <gasps> oh! Great Odin's raven. Uh, what was the dirtiest thing ever said ever said on television? Ward, I think you were a little hard on the beaver. Yeah, last yeah, night. yeah, yeah a little yeah, hard right. on the beaver last night. <laughs> <gasps> oh, great Odin's raven! <laughs> Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> yeah, it did. It's, it's awesome. So, uh, severe storms arrived early in the morning in Haskell. Floodwaters forced the front door open at Donald Hendrickson's home around 1 a.m. Hendrickson, 88, and his daughter, Elaine Hendrickson, Perry, moved to the front porch with Luna, the brown and white dog, who has trouble hearing and seeing. So, it's a senior dog to boot. Okay. Oh, okay. The door locked behind them, and they couldn't get back in, the TV station reported. Hendrickson and Perry climbed onto a rock wall to get out of the water, and Luna tried to follow, but she was left clinging to a windowsill with her front paws. Then the current arrived. The current hit her, and it was like a wall and swooshing around the house, and she was gone, Hendrickson told uh-huh. KOKI. And she couldn't she couldn't see where she was going, and she couldn't really hear. Yeah, anyone, probably, right? probably very confused. I just got a lot of hard of hearing and, yeah. and seeing, yeah. I just have a lot of... Um, jokes going through my head right now. Neither person could go after Luna. Hendrickson um, reckoned she'd never see her again. Mm. Later in the dog food aisle at Walmart, she burst into tears, she told the TV station. Friends and family posted on social media about 12-year-old Luna going missing mm. and searched the 11 acres of land around the house once waters receded. Okay. There was no sign of Luna until around 11 p.m. on May 6th. 6th. Mm-hmm. It was a faint woof. Hendrickson told KOKI. I just th- woof. She clapped loudly, and Luna appeared at the window. And, she, and uh, Hendrickson states, "I wonder how far down the river she went, and how in the world she ever found her way back here." Hendrickson said, "I've been here the whole time. We'd love to know, but we're mostly just glad she's back." So the senior dog, who's hard of hearing and, and can't see, gets swept away in a flood, and arrives back home two days later. One amazed that the dog didn't drown completely dry she came back completely dry. yeah well that may be maybe she was dry but maybe she was still wet maybe she was you know but but here's the thing i will say i um i wonder if and and animal talk radio you could Uh ask this ask this to one of your experts Uh if a dog is he has loses their senses like of sight and hearing Mm -hmm. is their smell still as good as it ever has been uh, I would just like with humans when yeah. you lose your hearing or your eyesight, your other senses do become, become heightened. heightened. I wonder if she had super heightened smell because I, she she couldn't hear or see well. Well, dogs' olfactory senses already heightened, already yep. Mm-hmm. But for the fact that she's not be able to see or hear, I'm sure that her olfactory senses because dogs see color, right? Yeah. They really do. When you look at that, they're they're seeing that red, but that. 
color is what they really smell what they're used to. So I would bet if she was down the river, yep. even though she was in the water, because water tends to take that scent smell away. away. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure she made it back just fine. That's why she made it I, back I'm just sure fine. that's probably by uh-huh. scent is uh-huh. what my guess would be. Again, I'm no dog expert, but hey. I, I, I smell my backyard. Yeah, I smell I, the corner I, I, where yeah, I go. Yeah. I, I, I smell my, yeah, you know, my, my area, mm-hmm. my surroundings. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Luna, Luna, the senior dog, swept away in a flood, shows back up two days later, and... And the dog's name's not Helen. It's it's not Helen. Okay, just make it sure. <laughs> Go on. No! No! Don't shut me up! <laughs> yeah, so, so big kudos to uh, the Hendrickson family, father and daughter, and to Luna. Well done, Luna. made it back. Good job, Luna. Good girl. How winning is done. That it is. It is. So, back to it. <laughs> Bam. So let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. Um, that in case you're looking for me, I'm on website, Facebook, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. Website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Check out the website. All kinds of cool stuff there. Uh, Facebook and YouTube are both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat which are all Motor City Hypno. H-Y-P-N-O. And as usual, as we do, every, look at all the show notes for all 164 shows we've done now. Nice. Um, there's a link there for a free hypnosis guide. Grab that. It's free, breaks it down. It's a page and a half PDF. It's a good thing to have. Just fill your information in. It'll get emailed directly to you, mm-hmm. um, which, which is fantastic. Um, so just check that out. It's always there. It's always free. Pick it up and you can have it. Today's episode is brought to you by the Motor City Hypnosis Academy. Well, so we've been ta- we talked about this for a little bit a, a while back, and because of COVID, things got postponed. But um, my plan is to put together a training later in the summer, probably looking at August sometime. Could possibly be the beginning beginning of September. I like to do it. I like to do it in August, so the, before schools get back in. So this will be a five-day in-person training here in the Detroit area. So, you know, maybe you're out of state. So let me tell you, when I was um, way back when, when I got certified as a hypnotist, I, I actually went to Iowa because the person giving the class, the people giving the class were there. So um, make it a trip. Come to Detroit, hang out for a week. You'll have your evenings free. We can hang out. You know, um, see some sites, do things like that. But um, it, it will be a five-day in-person training. If you're interested in that, uh, just go to my website and drop me a contact. Or you can do it on even on social media, Facebook, uh, even Instagram or Snapchat, and say, I, I'm interested. Because here's the thing. This is an in-person training. We're going to have live volunteers. Now, uh, the, the, I, I really want to – I don't want to get too too much into the, the, the minutia of this, but – there are tons of trainings out there that you can do online, but none of them have you working with live people. Mm-mm. So you're never going to, and I'm saying this from experience, you're never going to be confident enough to do that unless you do it with real people. Right. And you have somebody there with you to walk you through it. Which is why I'm volunteering. Yes. And Matt's going to be a volunteer to be one of our volunteers to be hypnotized. So this this training is 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 huge because it's in person i'm there you're gonna when you leave you will have the utmost confidence that you can do hypnosis and you'll be totally and completely um confident that that's the big thing 
Um, so uh, if you're interested in that, there are only 10 spots because I, I can't do more than that because there's too many people, and I want to give everybody the individual attention to make sure you learn it. So if you've ever wanted to learn hypnosis, maybe you have no idea what it is. Here's the thing. You don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have any prior experience. Right. You can learn it. If you're a therapist, this is a great tool to add to your, your arsenal mm-hmm. as far as tools to have to help your clients. So if you're interested, let me know because, again, there are only 10 spots. And if you email me um, or, or contact me through social media, you, you've tentatively reserved one of those spots. Yep. So um, uh, Motor City Hypnosis Academy, you can find, uh, if you go to the website, there is a link for that. There's a page for that, and it'll have the link and information in there that you can, you can contact me through there, too. Cool. All right. All right. So let's, uh, we're on. We're on to our, our subject matter of the day, which is the secrets of the stage. So Part three. Part three. So, so a lot of people, and I ask this question when I do shows a lot, uh, you know, raise your hands if you've ever seen a hypnosis, or ra- raise your hands if you've seen a hypnosis show, if you've been hypnotized, but then I ask this question. How many people think it's just got to be fake, you know? Oh, I know it's not. It's got to be fake. But a lot of people feel that way. You know, either they feel like they're paid actors or stooges or, you know, sometimes right. that that could be. Or or maybe, I don't know, maybe they're just, uh, you know. What are you people? On dope? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they could think a number of things, but they just don't believe it's really happening. Or they believe that the people are acting or, right. or just going along with it. And I can tell you from experience, I've hypnotized thousands of people over the years. And, and it definitely is real. So, so what we talked about in episodes one and two are really kind of the, the pre-talk. The pre-talk is the most important thing that I do. And the, um, the, the other thing that we talked about is the induction, how I get people into a relaxed state, mm. how that works, how to, how to ensure that people are able to do that. Now, again, some people might get distracted. They might get, you know, um, it, it's hard in front of people sometimes. If you're in my office... Mm-hmm. It's just one-on-one, and, and I can spend as much time and do as much work with you to get you where you need to be. But in front of a stage full of people, right? you can't spend a half hour trying to get one person in. No. Yeah. It just, that's not entertaining. So <laughs> You're we, asleep. No, we I'm talked not. about the induction. You're asleep. No, I'm not. <laughs> so what happens after everybody's in that relaxed state? What I will do, and, and you'll see this, and, and everybody does it differently, and I'm going to tell you how I do it, because I think this is something that visually is just something that's effective. Once everybody's in that relaxed state, and I feel like they're all pretty deep, and I will go, I will do what I call a, uh, a relaxation uh, check. Mm. So I will go down the line, and, and I have people sit with their leg, feet flat on the floor, hands on each thigh. And I will come by and, uh, and I tell them, I said, I'm going to come by and just lift your wrist. You mentioned that, yeah. You want to be loose, limp, and relaxed. And I will just, honestly, I just use two fingers, my finger and my thumb. I'll just hold the wrist up, not even, you know, um, six inches. Five, yeah. yeah and, and just let it drop. Hmm. And I can gauge just by that reaction, I can gauge how deep people are relaxed. Mm-hmm. If I have somebody, and those of you who are watching on Facebook Live, you can see me demonstrating this. If I, have, if I hold somebody's hand up and they just hold it there, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're, you're not relaxed. Yeah, no. So immediately, I just tell them, go back. Because I, I, yeah, go back to the crowd. It's not that you, you can't be hypnotized, but right now, it's just not, it's, right. it's not right for right, you. Right, right, right. Yeah. You're not relaxed. You got something else going on in your brain that's not helping you. Yeah, exactly. Or, right. yeah, or they're distracted. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so I check that with the wrist. But then what I will do is I will say, okay, everybody, on the count of three, I want you to open your eyes and look, look at me. And I, I bring them right back out again. Mm-hmm. 
we talked about in the induction how I have them open and close their eyes. It's called fractionation. Mm -hmm. Same thing that happens when you hit your snooze button on your alarm. You just get more tired each time you do it. Right. Even though you think you're getting more asleep, it's actually making you more tired because you're going in and out. So I have them actually open their eyes and look at me, and then I say to the audience, I say, oh, I'm going to get to know some people here. Then I will come and I will do what we call a, re- a re-induction. And, and really what this is is just just putting them back in that relaxed state. They're already relaxed, even though their eyes are open. They're looking at me. Okay. But this is, this is a good thing to visualize. I, I will walk up and, and put out my hand to shake their hand. Oh. And I will just say to them, I'll say, okay, just look right here. Look right here in between my eyes, and I'll just give their hand a little tug. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. It's not like I'm jerking their arm out. It's just a little tug, and, and I'll just I'll just say sleep, mm-hmm. and they will automatically just fold back down. Oh wow! Into that state, and, like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, like a yeah, yeah, just like a. Some people will flop. We call floppers. Floppers are the people who come out of their chairs. Oh, they and fall go on to the, the ground. Floor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They just kind like of like shrink out of their chair. They or just, yeah. they, they just kind of it's it's like a, it's just like a sack of potatoes yeah. falling out of a chair. Yeah, <laughs> a slinky. So right? so that happens sometimes, and it's not. Um, it's not ideal, but, but it happens. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just part of what goes on. Okay. So the reason I do that, and this is, again, the inside information from the audience, this, this is probably the most visually impressive thing to the audience, hmm. is just seeing me take somebody's hand and boom, just put them down. And I go down the line and I do everybody. <laughs> and the audience, I, I'm, I, every, every show I do, the first person I do that to, there's a gasp in the <gasps> audience. Like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're just, uh, you know. What are they doing? <gasps> oh, great Odin's Raven. That's kind of the How reaction. How do that? Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's the reaction I want because, again, it's visually, it's very impressive. Uh-huh. So I will get them all back into that relaxed state. And, and, and here's where I put in suggestions, too. And I will say for my, for my volunteers, any noise, laughter, clapping, cheering, whistling, whatever, it's not going to bother you at all. It's mm-hmm. just going to make you more relaxed because now we're going to get the audience involved and get them, okay. you know, So the crowd participation actually helps you put the yes. people on stage even more deeper relaxed. into? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of a give and take, but, yeah. but because it's important because we want the audience to have fun. I mean, could you imagine, uh, I'm, and, and I'm sure it's probably happened. I don't know if I've seen it, but an audience, a hypnotist saying, audience you need to be very quiet for the next two hours what kind of a show would that be do you know what i mean <laughs> it would just be the most the most boring thing in the world what in blazes are you talking about yeah i know i'm sure it's happened i've never seen it. i would love to see it though just it's like, to see what a what a wreck it would be it's like being at a radiohead concert right yeah it's like just sleeping at a rock concert yeah oh fake plastic trees <laughs> So at that point, I will say that none of the noise will bother you. So now, everybody's relaxed. We're done with the induction. Now it's time to do what we call our our routines, mm-hmm. our skits, if you want to call it. Okay. You know, and it's not like a skit that a, an attorney and their mother would do. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't do skits with my mom. She's yeah. passed away. But I would do skits with my mom if she were well, alive. That's what I. Yeah, and yeah. I have. So. Yeah. Jeffrey Figer does not do skits with his mom. Yeah. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No. <laughs> I actually, so, dre- I actually dressed up as Dolly Parton one time for a skit with my mother. So <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. That's awesome. Um, so now it's time for the routines or the skits, as we call them. All right. So, and and if if 
again, if you watch a good hypnosis show, you'll notice a pattern. And this is probably the pattern in almost every one of them because it works. It's been proven to work. We're going to start with things that are easy, like easy to follow. Okay. Nothing that's complicated, nothing that requires a lot of interaction. It's very simple commands to start with. Okay. So the first one I always start out with is, is uh, it's, it's hot or cold. I'll say that you're on a, in a moment, I'm going to count to three, open your, or I'm going to count to three. You're going to sit up in your chairs and you're going to keep your eyes closed. Now here's, there's a reason for this. Okay. The first two skits we do, the first two routines, I want their eyes closed. I don't want them being distracted. I just want to keep them. Keep them where they are. Keep them going or even get deeper. Okay. So I don't want them to open their eyes yet, but they can imagine it in their minds, and that's where I want them to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, you're going to realize you're on a hot beach. It's about 80 degrees. The sun's out. You're going to kick back. That's my first thing. And, And I say, one, two, three, sit up in your seats with your eyes closed. Okay, now enjoy that sunlight. Kick your feet out. You're on the... And then what I will do is I'll just start adding details. I'm like, oh, yeah, the, the sun's out. You know, um, 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 put your feet in the sand. Kick your, uh, make sure you get sunscreen on because oh, you don't okay. get sunburn. So right. now we're getting physical movement. And I can see who is now reacting, wow. right. you know, reacting more. You know, I'll just look down S- the line. Get their SPF on. Yeah, yes. that, okay. yeah. get their the sunscreen on. I'm like, get your nose. Make sure you don't forget that. That's the important part. Get your face. Rub your sunscreen on. That's great. Uh, you know, it's getting even hotter now. It's up to like 95 and you're starting to sweat and people start wiping their brows, you know. Oh, my goodness. I'll right. be like, okay, there's sweat on your nose. Wipe that off. And so I'm looking for people right now that are the most active because the, these, as the show goes on, I'm going to be doing more complicated things. And I'm trying to find my people, my best people. My stars of the show is what Correct. I call them. I get it. My good people. Amy, my sister checked in. Hey, Amy, hope you're good. Um, and then we will go from hot. Well, and here's the other great thing. And this is the first one. The audience is now into it because they're like, look, look at this. This is happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like something that's like amazing. Right. But then what we do when I go from hot, now I go to something. I want some physical movement. I want people really like. So I say, you know, it's super hot. Out. You know, it'd be great right now. And I'll and I'll hit. I I run music off of a phone that I that I have on my wrist. Okay. And I'll hit an ice cream truck music. <laughs> I'll be ice. Everybody wants an ice cream cone. So I said, hold your hands out, and I'll just go down the line, just hit people's hands. <laughs> and here's the thing, Th- this is where the audience really starts because I'm like, okay, these ice cream cones are really good, but they're it's it's hot and they're starting to melt like, quickly. Oh no! So now, uh, you know, everybody's <laughs> trying to eat their ice cream cone as fast as they can. Now this is where it starts really getting like people start. It's where it gets funny. And not right. that it wasn't funny before. Animated, but, but yes. anima- animated. That's yes. a good word for it. Yes. You know, and I'm saying, oh, it's dripping down your hand. No, no, no it's dripping down your elbow. Now, now it's, oh, it's, it's dripping on your thighs. Get it off, get it off. And, you know, pe- people are, are trying to lick their elbows. Trying to lick their elbows <laughs> and their thighs. And, and, and again, a lot of movement, a lot of action, which is what I want. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, I'll throw that cone away. It's, it's, it's too much. It's too, and, and then I'll say, oh, that ice cream was great, but now it's attracted a fly. Now there's a fly buzzing around your head. <sighs> And this is this is all in order on purpose. Well, I get that, but here's the thing: everyone yeah. has experienced a fly buzzing mm-hmm. around their head, mm-hmm. and it's the most annoying thing yep. in the effing world. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it is. go on. Yep. So I I hit my music for my fly sound effect. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, like, 
there's a fly buzzing around your head. It's by your hair. It's, it's by your ear. And you, you just have people just, you know, flicking yes. and moving. So, again, I'm looking for activity. I'm looking for people who are very, you know, like animated. Mm-hmm. Animated is the word I'm looking at. Is, is the perfect yes. word for it. Animated and active because those are the people. Now, if I see somebody just sitting now at this point, I'm also looking to purge people if they're not sure. participating. Sure. Because, you know, if I see somebody just sitting and not moving at all, mm-hmm. and I will start actually even in the beach when it's hot out and I say wave your hands or wipe your face and if they're not moving I'll just do an off mic I'll be like it's hot out wipe your face wipe your face I'll, I'll try and encourage them off mic because mm-hmm. because a lot of people get into that relaxed state and they're like man I'm so relaxed I just don't want to move right they are in a, they are in a level of hypnosis but for some people they just want to enjoy the relaxation mm-hmm. they don't mm-hmm. want to have to do anything right so, so sometimes I will let someone stay like that if I know that they're really deep and I'm like, yeah, you're, you know, you're going to enjoy the next hour. Mm-hmm. You're just going to have the most relaxed time <laughs> and I'll leave them. But if somebody is just kind of like, just not animated or here's the big thing, even at this point, once in a while, I'll have somebody looking side to side, right. checking other right. people should, out. Should I be doing this too? And yeah, 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 exactly. And, and immediately that, you know, I'll just tell them, go have a seat in the audience. So we get we get to the fly, and then we change the temperature to cold. See, what I'm working on right now is senses. It's mm-hmm. senses of, of feeling, sense, and, and and we'll get it'll get more in depth and complicated later. But then we do cold. Oh, there's a cloud come by. The wind's picking up. It's down to 50 degrees. Now people are stuck. They're pulling their arms inside their shirts and and right. um, you know scooching next to each other. So that's and, and that's where I end that skit. And then, then really what I'll do is I'll just say, everybody on stage, sleep. And then, then they'll just go back under. And that, so that's our first one done. So, so these are broken so up. So that's into, one into, skit. That's one skit. Wow. Yeah. And, and how many senses in that skit did you touch on? Um, uh, taste. Um, we didn't do sight because everybody had their eyes closed. Right. But taste, uh, feel as far as temperature goes. Mm-hmm. Um, um smell a little bit with the ice cream it could be okay. um a little bit um but a lot of the senses except for sight because okay. we want it, we're, we're going to do that later because we didn't do you didn't do smell I we didn't do smell did. right, right. Uh, but it will we will get smell in there later really yes all yes. right because do they have definitely to be, hit on all the senses like, do though. they have to be deeper for smell not or? necessarily i just think it's something i could have thrown something in there where like oh man your ice cream cone smells bad i mean <laughs> but there's other things that i i, I will use other area other routines later to get to that okay all right i i was just curious yeah 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 so now i want to do something that's very like like just just people just having fun and just getting active so the, so the next thing i will do is i'll say in a moment i'm going to count to three again and you're going to be world famous rock musicians oh nice so as you are as, trent Reznor. as soon as the music starts you're going to pick up your instruments and start playing right and then you are Steve Perry. One, two, and, and, I, and again, this is not, I say, you'll sit up in your seats with your eyes closed and start playing your instrument. This you is, are again, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, you're whoever. <laughs> you're whoever. And I say, you can play drums, you can play bass, you can play guitar, right, right. whatever you want. And, um, and then I'll play, uh, typically I'll play um, Detroit Rock City. It's just a nice jamming, you know, little yeah, little, little catchy, catchy tune. Yeah. Hey, that's a catchy tune. <laughs> hey. <laughs> So, so that will get everybody active. And then typically what I'll do, the people who are really active, I'll just pull, I'll pull one up I'll say, uh, and I'll just off mic, I'll say, stand up, you got a solo. And they'll just stand up and start doing a solo. You know? <laughs> nice. So again, all it's air guitar. Getting, yeah? yeah, all air guitar, air drums, you know, whatever. Gotcha. Um, you know, it's, and, and here's, here, I, I don't want to go too much into tangents. So I'm going to go through the whole show process or the structure. Mm-hmm. But 
what I'll do is if I find somebody, like a lot of times somebody would be doing like, like oh, they're playing the sac- uh, trumpet or, or playing saxophone. The flute or something, and oh, I'm yeah, like this way, yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, and 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 I'll 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 use that. I'll I'll just walk over and stop, and then look at the audience, look at them, and and. Because they they already know. As soon as I point it out, now everybody's like, laughing. If they're like this, it's a clarinet. If yeah. they're like this, it's a saxophone. It's right. like this is the uh, this flute. is a trumpet. This is a I trumpet. Mean, yeah. This is a tuba. But the but the funny thing is, it's a rock band. So yeah. if somebody playing an off instrument, I will always point it out because it always people are like, what type of rock well, band are you in? Jethro Tull. <laughs> <laughs> actually, hey Aqualung. Actually, he's a. Uh, uh, a lot of fun to watch live. Not gonna lie, I've never seen Jethro Tull. I, I would I love have. to see it. Locomotive Breath is one of my favorite tunes of all time. He's very entertaining live. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got a great band behind him, but he just gets up there and he makes that flute yes. just do amazing yes. things. Yes, yep. I'm not a flutist, but uh, <laughs> a flutist. but I appreciate the talent. Yes, yes. So so the music skit ends. That's another one where we're done for that one. Uh, Alan checking in. Hey, mm-hmm. Alan. Hope your Friday is well. Hey, Alan, as usual. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Hope you're good. He's listening Happy to Friday, the Motor Alan. City Hypnotist. That's what he's doing. Yes. So then that routine is done. Okay. So, so now so we've, that's, we've is done that, is that two, two routines. Okay. Yeah. So now we're into, now I want to get into more more emotional type things where, where it's senses, but now we're going to tap into emotion. And this all has a progression. So right. the next skit I do, I tell them. I'm going to count to three, and you're going to sit up in your seats with your eyes open. Now I have an eye, now I have them open their eyes. We've okay. done a couple of skits with eyes closed, and now we're going to get them open. And here, here's the thing: the other thing I want to point out: people think that that hypnosis is a fragile state; that any little thing will just knock you out of it. Hmm. If you're focused and locked in, I, I mean, athletes go through whole whole oh, yeah. uh, uh, routines or games, so do, you know, so do golfers and that are, uh, under the influence of hypnosis. Yeah. So it's not a fragile state. So what I do is I have them open their eyes and I say, you're going to be watching a big movie screen right up in front of you, huh. right up high. And, um, and it's Doctor Strange, and, too. And the, and, the, and the movie's going to be super suspense. I start with suspenseful. Oh, I'm going to start right, right. and then you'll see where this goes. So then I hit the music and, and it's um, not scary yet, but we'll get to scary. All right, fair yeah. enough. So suspenseful. It's like one of those movies that you, know, you just don't know what's going to happen. Suspenseful so, as in like the alien... Um, Sound from aliens could be that. What what I play is oh, I'm trying to think of the piece of music I play because I got to tell you that that was the best piece of like 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 of, uh, unnerving unnerving because yes, it's coming yes. closer and it's getting yes. faster right what have you. Doop, doop, yeah. Doop, yeah. Doop, yeah. Doop, yeah. Doop. yeah 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 so something so so again it's going to be suspenseful and then people are cowering in their seats and there and I'm like you can uh-huh. barely watch it you just don't know what's going to happen. Then, then it switches. This is all one one routine. Then it switches to, now it's the saddest movie you've ever seen. Sad. And every time you watch it, you cry. It's and the I, notebook. And then even as I touch your shoulder, it becomes more sad. Now now the audience is just totally just cracking up. People are just like. <laughs> like real just, tears. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Just, just sobbing on stage. And then we go to the scary movie. And then this is so. So a lot of these have been done in one form or another. There's there's only so many, as far as hypnosis shows go. There's only so many different things. Like as far as routines go, so a lot of them are are recycled and redone. That's fair. I try to do mine with my own personality involved. Mm-hmm. So the last part of this skit is all emotion. So now I want to get laughter into it. Mm-hmm. But but a lot of people will do things like. Um, 
you'll just you'll laugh at um you, you just think something's i, I don't know the, I, the, the they'll say you'll you'll think of something funny and you'll laugh and it'll just be hilarious to you so i i do kind of a twist on it though okay i say i'm going to talk to the audience when you when you open your eyes everything i say is going to be hilarious even if it's not funny to me <laughs> Then I go to the audience and I tell them a terrible story. Like I was running in my backyard and I, my foot went in this hole, my leg snapped. Oh, Jesus. So I tell them like this, this like terrible story of being taken in an ambulance and, and being treated roughly and not getting medications and they wouldn't help me at the hospital. And then and nobody and, chased my ambulance. And everybody yeah, on stage yeah. is, is crying. They're laughing so hard they're crying. Oh you know, it's God. a terrible story. Like it's an awful story. <laughs> Then I end the story, and I'm like, and this is the worst part: is that I got a call from home that my dog was dead. And then, <laughs> my God, the, man, the people behind me on stage are laughing hysterically. They're, they're almost on the floor, and the audience is really now like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is great." So that's one that's one of my original ones. I I've never seen anybody do that one, All but right. uh, so so we're into the census. So we're going to continue, folks, with part four because i, I want to finish out and tell you how it ends and why and and, right. and specifically you know uh, a couple of other little things little secrets that let you in on so we're going to continue with secrets of the stage part four coming up those of you on facebook live stick around we're yes, going to be right back yep. those of you listening on audio jump ahead to the next episode or if it's not there it will be there on tuesday or thursday perfect meantime change your thinking change your life laugh hard run fast be kind we'll see you next time